Welcome to another episode of the 70s Buzz Podcast. In this episode, Curtis and I talk about Kansas, one of the greatest bands of all time. They were a huge influence on us, so much so that we had a band called Reality, and we played uh, one or two of their songs. And closer to the end of the episode, we get a surprise visit from one of our old band members, our drummer, Kyle Sherm. Check it out. Podcasting? We are podcasting. That uh, could be one of the greatest songs known to man. It was a good one. Is a good one. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 70s Buzz Podcast here on uh, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, BuzzHeadRadio.com, all those other places that you can hear this great podcast. We thank you for coming back for another week, another, uh, another episode of... The Something about the 70s. Buzz, buzz. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a 70s Bud podcast. Nope. And <laughs> why And and why do we talk about the 70s? It's the greatest it's decade, decade known to man. man. Yes, we do. And so what we have done is uh, we cover a lot of different topics, and we know that there's a lot of huge music, bands, movies, shows out there, but we didn't want to be one of those podcasts where every week – we're talking about a TV show, or every week we're talking about a band. So what we've decided to start doing is mixing it up. So like maybe one week it'll be a specific band. The next week it might be, you know, a category like televisions or food or you know something different like that. And so because uh, we were a we were the prolific 1970s. That's a big word. Garage <laughs> band. Oh yeah. Um, and one of our favorite bands was. Kansas because they were one of the biggest bestest bands in the 70s. Yeah. They we, they were becoming very popular right when we started banding ourselves. Yep. And our our claim to fame was playing Karen Wayward Son in front of nobody. But yeah. we that we took it on. We took it. We did it. And I have yet to see any other band play Karen Wayward Son. Ne- never ever seen anybody else do it. Uh, well, now you don't remember in high school a band that came to Enid and played Karen Wayward Son at a, no. yeah, there was a traveling band, and I can't. It was just at one of our assemblies in high school, and it, they played Karen Wayward Son. They it, did, uh huh. But it wasn't like a big band. It was like a small uh, traveling. I can't even think of why they were. Why were they there? Why they were at Enid High? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so did they do it very well? Actually, it wasn't bad. Huh? Yeah. And wow. you know now, now some of the people on like The Voice. I think somebody on The Voice did it this last past season. Actually, oh, really? it, but it's not a band. It's a just a singer. Yeah, it's not. It's not easy to sing. 
Yeah, and we were just little tykes in a garage, and but we tackled it. That was, I mean, talk about a song to, that yeah. was like our song, though. That was yeah. like our signature song. We didn't, yeah, we must have sang that, or you guys must have sang that. We must have played that thing one million times. Bunch, bunch. It was a tough one, but it was it was fun. We did other songs, and and now you do you have a recording of us singing that? I did. Oh gosh, yes, I got several. How come you never drag those out? I need to drag those out um, because they're on cassette, and I can't. Where am I going to play it? Uh, where's Where's our cassette player in here? I am going. I swear, I'm going to get one of those little cassettes that record that converts to MP3. I keep threatening to. I I need I, to just stick my phone up to the cassette player at home, and <laughs> like I did our boogie check. And, Jeff, and record them. But Ooh. now, ah. here, I was thinking about this today. <clears throat> so we we formed our band in what? 70 what? Seven? Eight? 77, 78. Now, what was my point? Where was I going with this? I can't remember now. Uh, because we formed our band and... Um, anyway, we formed our band and... Well, we were in junior high. We were in junior high. Yeah, and and that's oh, that was the question. Okay, so our our signature song was Karen Wayward Son. Did we play any other Kansas songs? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't don't think so. I don't remember. I think I think we piddled with Dust in the Wind, but not. It's not like I don't think we like played it or tried it on a regular basis. I think Karen Wayward Son was like the only Kansas song that we really tackled. I don't remember. We have to ask Dayton, but. Huh. We I were, don't. I don't remember. We played a lot more. Th- we played a lot of Thin Lizzy. What did what did we What did we play? Man, I love Thin Lizzy. Still do. Oh. Almost, almost as much as Kansas. Yeah. This is. The, we might have to do an episode on. It. Anyway, this is our Kansas episode. So everybody, welcome. We hope you like uh, the band Kansas. And here, just as a just to kind of define what we're talking about today, uh, of course. Um, we're really just talking about the era of Kansas in the 70s. So we're really just talking about Kansas from 1974 to 1979 because basically around 1986 is when the original band kind of fell apart and then new members started coming in. So we're not even going to touch on anybody that wasn't an original member. And we're talking an original member from the 1974 album because there were versions of Kansas in 69 and 70 that didn't have all the guys that were on the album in 74. So what we're talking about is the core group that you think of as Kansas from 1974, and then we're kind of just talking about them through 79. Yeah, and one thing that always bothered me, um, there are so many Kansas songs that are really, really, really good, but everybody, radio always plays Carry On Over Sun, which is a great song, and Dust in the Wind, which is a great song. But I think actually my personal favorite... Well, and the, the re- yeah, people of the South Wind. Yeah. The reason that they talk about Carol Wayward Son, because it was the first song that they got into the top 20, and the Dust in the Wind was the first song they got in the top 10. So they were char- chart toppers. Yeah, but I know. they had a lot of music. Oh, they that. had a lot. You talk about kind of an experimental band. They, they toyed with things and, and wrote some stuff that would just blow you away. If you, if you listen to some of their... Yeah. Like that song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want Steve Walsh come kicking my butt. Yeah. Even though he's sixty something years old, he could still probably kick our butt. Well, since this since this podcast isn't just about the seventies, it's about us in the seventies. Yeah. Let's talk about uh what you remember about Kansas in the seventies. And 
just to let everybody know, the first concert, no, it wasn't the first concert. The second concert I ever went to was Kansas. That was probably my second or third. My first was Kiss. My first was Journey with Thin Lizzy. Yeah. But <laughs> the second one was Kansas. And so um, went down to Oklahoma City, saw them at the Myriad. <laughs> that was the first time. Now, the second time I saw Kansas, they were playing Gallagher Iba Arena in Stillwater, Oklahoma, and that's a basketball court. Yeah, and so small. it was small. And um, the cool thing was – you and. I don't think, did you go to that one? I don't think you went to that one. We went with some guys from over in Stillwater, Todd Lang, and I think Kyle met us over there. And back in that day on the OU Oklahoma State University campus, Gallagher Iaba Arena sat in a spot, and then to the west of it was the football stadium, and to the south of it were tennis courts that students could play on. Now, all that's gone pretty much, um, and there's parking there and stuff. But so we... Went to Stillwater, of course. We're doing some pre-partying in an apartment across the street from Gallagher Iber Arena, which is the apartments are gone now as well. But we were in there, and we came out and walked up the sidewalk by Gallagher Iba, and there was four members of Kansas playing tennis. It's probably an hour before the concert. They were all playing tennis on the tennis court, and I recognized them. And so we went up to the fence. Yeah, it's hard not to. Those guys probably well, stood out. Well, the dude had the hair. Yeah. Um, and, and I can't remember if it was him or the um, the guy with the patch now. Um, one of those two guys, they, they were playing tennis, and I screamed through the chain link fence. I said, are you guys ready to play? And, I, you know, what I meant was, are you guys ready to play Gallagher Iba Arena? Yeah, the, the and, concert. And the guy with the big hair turns around and he says yeah you guys got your rackets (laughs) and i was like holy moly kansas just would have played tennis with us you know so anyway so that i thought that was pretty cool yeah it's pretty cool we got to see them and then um just as another personal story and i am going to divert a little bit towards the 80s you know the band broke up and they they uh, Steve Walsh went his way, and he formed kind of a Steve Walshy band. Yeah, the streets or something like that. Something. Yeah. And he was traveling around, and he actually came to our hometown in Enid and played a small venue here. And and just because it was Steve Walsh and it wasn't Kansas, I didn't really even think about going. But we were driving down our main drag in Enid, Oklahoma, and I look out my window, and Steve Walsh is jogging down the street with just a pair of shorts on, you know, no shirt. He had sneakers and a pair of shorts on. And this is, he still had the long hair. And I recognized him immediately. And I can't even remember who was driving. So it was right there. But you were in your Jeep. No, because I think I was a passenger. Oh. And it was right there by the fruit stand by the football stadium. Football stadium. Yeah. And so I said, pull in there. And, and, I, and we pulled in front of it. And I hopped out and he ran up and he saw me standing there so he stopped he didn't say a word and I said Steve I said and I had grabbed something out of a glove box and I said would you sign this and I had a pen and he re- he grabbed the pen and he signed it handed it back and took off running never said a word not That's one cool. word the whole time and I didn't even didn't shake his hand didn't ask him to I just said would you sign this he signed it and just kept on going now he's not a really big guy is no he, he was pretty small he's a, he's re- he's actually fairly small Athletic, yeah, but kind of like a little gymnast. He's, yeah, kind of like Staten. Yeah, he's kind of little, little and compact. Yeah, I was looking at pictures of him when he's older, and he looks really small. He's older, uh, maybe 
maybe not so much back then because maybe he weren't like standing next. Because like that one big guy, what happened with the big guy in his eye? He's he he's still he's he was. I know, but what happened to his eye? Oh, I don't know what happened. To that his wasn't eye. that way back in the eight seventies. No, uh, uh-uh. no, I'm not sure what happened to his eye. That might be something to look up. But uh, so so real quick, so that those are our memories. Do you, now um, you saw him. Where did, did you see him in Oklahoma City? Yeah, I think I went, I guess I went when we all we when must we have all, all gone. And uh, I think that was probably the first concert I went to without a without an adult. Uh, didn't Alan go with us? Yeah, Alan Goodson. I'm sure Alan I think we did. went down to his car. Yeah, who who opened for them? Do you remember? No. See, I can't remember either. It might have been like. I wonder if it would have been somebody like Louisiana's Larue or some weird. Because I know I went to a I went to a concert where Louisiana Larue opened for somebody. Uh, I don't know. It could have been that one because we don't remember, so it couldn't have been a big band, anybody that we'd recognize. No. Or I would have remembered. Sure. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so we saw him in Oklahoma City. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. We went down in Allen's car. That old Camaro. Camaro. Yeah. Yeah. Silver. Silvery looking yeah. Camaro. Yeah. Yeah, so that was in the 70s. God, what year would that have been? That would have been, or would that have been, yeah, that would have been late 70s. Yeah. Yeah, so we just we just formed the band, so we had our band. Now, what was the name of our band? Should we even say that on the podcast? The first time? On, on the, the, first, the podcast? The, the first one? I'm embarrassed by the names of our band. Really? Oh, yeah, they're so embarrassing. Well, now, Ross and Dante, well, who came up with that? I think that was, was that Alan? Alan? yeah. Yeah, he like yeah, he was he was a little bit out there. Our first band, our band, the first name was Rossinante, which was the <laughs> horse of Don Quixote or something. Something like that. Oh, remember we had little business cards? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm sure you still got some. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good we Lord. had we had professional business cards. Yeah. I mean, really cool. And then we thought that nobody could say it. Rock and Nanty? Yeah. Rock and Nanty, they'd say. I'm like, nobody, okay, this ain't going to work. we got to change it. Yep, so nobody could say it. So we changed it to Reality, which I guess Reality wasn't That's a cool song. That That's bad. a cool name. And so Reality was for people that couldn't handle... Dr- drugs are for people that couldn't handle Reality. <laughs> and yeah, that, or Reality is for people who couldn't handle drugs. Yeah, that was that was our, our tagline. Yeah. And so we became Reality. Yeah. Do we even know we had a tagline? What's, we just, yeah, I think it... No, well, we, we didn't. didn't refer to it as a tagline. We yeah, just, that's just what we said. Yeah, yeah. And, so, I, and of course, I still have the the painting that you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I know exactly where it is. Too. So, I, you know, this probably needs to be a whole different episode because I was going to say, let's get into Let's name a couple of the songs that we wrote, but let's do that. Let's make a whole episode of our garage band, a 19th, <laughs> a 70s yeah. garage band. Yeah. So so we won't go there. But real quick, I'm going to name the core members that we're talking about. Um, we're ca- talking about Carrie Levgren on guitar and keyboard, Steve Walsh, one of the best singers, rock and roll singers ever yeah. on vocals and keyboards. Uh, Robbie Steinhardt, who really made the sound of Kansas. He was the one that played the violin and also sang. Richard Williams, who was the guy that now has the patch. He was a guitar. Um, Phil Earhart was on drums. And Dave Hope was uh, the kind of long-haired guy on bass. And so through all of the different versions of Kansas, Richard Williams' guitar and Phil Earhart drums have been on every, they've been a part of, they've basically been from beginning to now to end members of Kansas. But didn't Phil and Carrie actually start the band? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But but in, so, so basically starting in 1974, once the album was released, those were the core members. Um, Richard and Phil are the only two that stuck with it. Now, the other guys would peel off 
and then come back right. and then peel off. And then in, in at different times, one of them would peel off and come back and peel off and come back. And so um, like Steve, like Steve. So that, that was, those, those are the ones we're talking about. Those guys were um, basically all with the band by 1970. Uh, Steve Walsh, well, 71. Steve Walsh was 71, but the rest of them were around 1970. But then their big album, which is when I consider them becoming well-known, was was 1974, and that was... Uh, and they didn't really know what to call each other. Um, they had called the, they had called the band originally Kansas, and then they changed it to White Clover. <laughs> and then they came out with the album named Kansas, and Don Kirshner said, what are you going to... Or they said, what are we going to call ourselves, Don? And Don said, I think Don said, somebody said, well, why don't you call yourselves Kansas? Because, you know. They're from Kansas. You're from Kansas, Topeka, Kansas, and the name of the album's Kansas. And so, uh, and I think they had called themselves Kansas before, and so that's. Uh, it just kind of stuck. It kind of stuck. So, um, and then real quick with the Don Kirshner. Um, Don Kirshner, if you don't know, he was the big rock right. promoter. Um, guy back in the day, and so he he was the guy behind the Monkees and a bunch of other groups that many of us have heard of. But he's the one that really put Kansas on the map. Um, somebody said, "Hey, you, you got to hear these guys." He listened to them, he signed them, he financed them uh, on a whim. I mean, really, with nothing. They had nothing to prove that they were going to be a, a huge success. But he took a chance on them and uh, paid for their first album on his own Kirshner label. And since then, they had uh, seven gold and platinum LPs throughout the 70s and the 80s. So uh, it was a good bet on his part. Yeah. I, I, I still feel like they were sorely under-recognized. You know, well, it's because they, they were so... I mean, they filled Madison Square Garden. I know. They, they, they were, they were they, the super band. They, they were a they, super they band. They were a super band, but... You know, when you when you say Superman, everybody thinks you know Foreigner, Sticks, Sticks, all those guys, and they kind of they're kind of like the little redheaded stepchild of the of the supergroups. They, I think, in the '90s and and 2000s, they were. I think in the teen the 2000 teens. What do we call this period? Ever since that documentary came out, uh, there's a documentary. The, yeah, you haven't seen Miracles Out of Nowhere. Uh, no, apparently not. Dude. Dude, why come you didn't tell me about it? Well, that that's how I was going to end this podcast. You got to see Miracles Out of Nowhere. It is the best documentary on a rock band ever. It's called Miracles Out of Nowhere? Yeah, it's all about Kansas. It, it's from, it's only these guys. It only talks about these this core group that I'm talking the about. The 74, but, 79 guys? Yeah, and it talks about everything. I mean, they tell how he, why he wrote Dust in the Wind, the story behind... <sighs> Karen Wayward's son, they interview them all. They went back to the place where they took the album cover picture and retook the picture with them all as older guys, and they, they got them all together. Uh, oh, dude, I can't believe when, we haven't seen it. When did it come out? Oh, it's been at least a year or more. I've seen it like three times already. You, you uh, tw- just, you tw- just, March of 2015. I assumed you'd seen it. I, I, I assumed everybody in the world has seen it. You, you Bio- haven't seen that good documentary? Biopic. Wow, this is... <laughs> This this is mind blown. I didn't know you hadn't seen it. Well, I guess I'm gonna go home and watch it tonight. When Dude, I it is the best documentary I've ever seen on a rock band. Sure, it's probably. Kerry it? Levgren talks a lot through it. I mean, he gives they give details that it's it's the coolest thing ever. Well, cool. They, they talk about the beginning when they formed and how they met each other and oh, it's way cool. 
it's well, way cool. So I guess I'll let you slide on that for not telling me about it. Yeah, you got to check that out. Three years ago. Yeah. I can't. Wow. I, I'm just surely it's on net. Do you think it's on Netflix? I don't. You got to find it. I don't know. Find it somewhere. It, it, it's if nowhere, it's got to be on YouTube somewhere. Somebody's got to have copied it and put it on YouTube. What's it called? It's called Miracles Out of Nowhere. Hmm. And it is. I really. It is one of the best band documentaries I've ever seen. So uh, for you all out there, um, check it out. Uh, um, so let's get back to the name real quick. Um, they decided to name it after their home state, Kansas. Now, do you know what the word Kansas means? This was a fact I just found out tonight. I didn't know. The word Kansas? No. What's it? It's a Sioux word meaning "people of the South Wind." Ah. Can you believe? Can you believe the tie? Can you believe the tie in there? And they even wrote a song called "People," oh, which is actually my favorite song. Yeah. So I, I had no idea. I didn't know that. I'll be dang. Yeah. So "People of the South Wind" is a Sioux word for Kansas, and that uh, is probably why they came up with the album and had "People of the South Wind." So oh. they kind of tied it all together and put a ribbon on it there put towards. Little, put the, a nice little bow on it. Yeah, towards the middle there. So. Yeah, there it is. Hour and seventeen minutes, thirty-one seconds. Oh, you got to watch it. It's the coolest. Um, Steinhardt, the guy that played the violin, mm-hmm. he was the only original member. I'm talking 1974 member, not from Topeka. Oh, really? All the other guys were local local guys from Topeka. He was a what they call I don't know what this means exactly. It says he was a concert master of the Lawrence Kansas High School Orchestra. Hmm. So he must have been a little older than those guys if he was so? a concert master. Maybe he was just that talented. And okay. he was a big dude, too, wasn't he? He was, he was a big dude. And I think his dad was a like a big musician type of kind he of was, He always wore the tuxedo, didn't he? Yeah. Wasn't it like blue or something? Or uh, It was kind of ugly. And then Steve would run around in his little shorts. And yeah, and, 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 and knee-high socks. I love yeah. the knee-high socks. <laughs> yeah. Playing all like eight different keyboards. And That's what made Kansas so cool because each, each individual person in the band had their own personality. They weren't look-wise, they weren't a band. Look-wise, they were all individuals. Yeah. Carrie Levgren with that blonde hair, and, and they just— They didn't look like they belonged together. But. Uh-uh. They, they, and they were all Kansas farm boys, but they didn't, you know, only one of them really looked like the, the guy that now has the patch. He was usually the only one that really looked like a far, old farm boy. <laughs> the rest of them were kind of all uh, all over the place. So now which one's got the patch? What's his name? I think Williams has the patch. Uh, Richard Williams, the guitar player. Yeah, I'm dying to find out why he... He what happened to his eye? Well, go, go search over there and find well, out. Um, so, yeah, so the reason that... Uh, Karen Wayward's son was is so popular is it was their first uh, top twenty hit and then Dust in the Wind was their first top ten hit. Both of those songs, here's what's really weird, and you'll find out this in the documentary. Carry on Wayward's son, Carrie brought in the last day of the album. They they had they had decided all the songs on the album and they were done and he walked in and said hey guys I got this one last song we might want to add to the album yeah and they listened to it and they're they were all like wow dude this is it this is our song and then dust in the wind did you know how that song came about no it barely did it. he 
to warm up his fingers. Oh yeah. Carrie used to do a practice, a practice, and yeah. that his wife said you ought to turn that into a song, and so he did. Um, so anyway, so those two songs, Carrie Levgren, if you didn't know, became a born again Christian towards the middle of of when they were Kansas, and he believes that a lot of these songs and Carrie on Wayward Son were you know directed by a higher power, and so. Um, and there is a lot of correlation and meaning in a lot of that because he wrote Karen Wayward Son before he was a Christian, a born-again Christian, which is really weird. Um, but anyway, so uh, then there's a whole bunch of stuff that, again, we're going to skip where um, Steve Walsh left the band in 82 and was replaced, and then other members started dropping off. Now, here the reason I mention this is because when Steve Walsh left in 1982, they put out the word for a replacement, and mm-hmm. they were auditioning musicians. Like Sammy Hagar? Sammy Hagar was one <laughs> of them that auditioned for Kansas. And can you didn't get it. Can, I know. Can you imagine, though? It just... I think he would have fit good. Oh, I don't think so. You I, don't? To me, he was more of a rocker. He was... As, as much as Kansas is kind of a rock band, they're, they're not as rocker as... You know, I don't know. It, it would have been a weird fit. So, and I don't know what the, I can't tell you that John Elfonte maybe is the guy that replaced him, but I don't, I, I can't think of, I don't know if I've ever heard him. I, it, after Steve left, I was kind of, yeah, I, I kind of just kind of didn't, not that I didn't like him anymore. It just kind of fell out of. Yeah. Well, that's one reason we're not really talking because we just, we kind of quit listening to those newer yeah. albums and songs and. I just don't know enough about them. So, how many albums do they have all together? Yeah, uh, we'll get to. Let's and see. how many? How many after? So from seventy four to seventy nine, there was uh, Kansas, had, Dust they, in the Wind, Leaf Overture, Monolith. They had a catalog of 15, 15 studio albums and five live albums. That's quite a bit. They produced eight gold albums, three sextuple. Platinum albums, uh, which was Left Overture, Point of No Return, Best of Kansas, one Platinum Live, hmm. two One Million Selling Gold Singles, Karen Wayward Son, uh, Dust in the Wind, um, and they appeared on Billboard charts for over 200 weeks throughout the 70s and 80s. They played to sold-out arenas and stadiums throughout North America, Europe, Japan, and then and then I've got some more, a lot of backstory on Carry On Wayward Son, but Carry On Wayward Son continues to be one of the top five most played songs on the classic rock radio even today. Dust in the Wind has been played on the radio more than three million times. <laughs> yeah, and how much do they get every time it's played? I, it doesn't matter. That's when a, it's played three million times, it doesn't matter. That's a lot of money. If it's only a buck, you're still making some coin. Yeah, it's it's that's crazy. So, the last album, in 79, Monolith, Monolith was the last album of the 70s. It came out in 79, right? I believe so. And then, so the, the first album was Kansas. Uh-huh. Then it was Dust in the Wind? Or uh, Point of No Return? Point of No Return. And then Dust in the Wind? Let's see. Um, Kansas was 74. Left Overture was 76. Point of No Return was 77. Okay. And then was there one between? But Song for America was in 75, so it was oh. their second album. Okay. So their, their first two albums had no hits. Right. Kansas and um, 
A Song for America had no hits on them. Wasn't that the one with the eagle or the weird bird on the front? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. 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 So, Carrie Woodward's son is on... The third one. Left Overture? Which is, uh, yeah, Left Overture. Now, real quick, do you know why that name? Carrie Woodward's son? Left Overture. Oh, no. Basically, uh, most of the songs on the album... Left Overture, which was their first big, huge success, were leftover songs from other albums and other things that they had been doing, and they decided to like throw them all together into this one album, and that's where they. And then that, and then at the last minute, they threw "Carry On Wayward Son" in there, and so they decided to name the album "Left Overture" because it was leftover songs from other uh, other ideas that they had going. So that's uh, and I, that was another thing that I learned tonight. I didn't know that. The biggest thing that I learned tonight that I had no idea, did you know that we were, and we still are to this day, wheat heads? <laughs> no. We're wheat heads? Loyal, legions of loyal Kansas followers are called wheat heads. I didn't. I, I, had, I had no idea. I'd never heard that before. I forgot about the uh, Mask album, too. What year? Oh, that was 70, 75. 75. Okay. There's two they, in 75. Oh, wow. So, huh. I'll be damned. Yeah. I've got a list, and this is not like an official list. This was just somebody's somebody's list, which I thought was a pretty good indication. These are the top 10 Kansas songs, um, and really just based on like, I think the likability, popularity, probably just a lot of factors. Who, whose list is this? I can't remember where I found it, but it was one of the lists that I thought was pretty good because it was close to kind of where I, I would kind of come in on it maybe a little bit. Yeah. You'd probably disagree because I don't see people of the South one. People of the South one. Uh, I'll just read it off real quick. Number 10, Hold On Hold from on, Audio Visions baby, in 1980. Play the Game Tonight. Final Confessions in 82. Play the game tonight? That's Okay, go ahead. Portrait, he knew, That's from Point of No Return in 77. Journey from Maria Braun, from the first album, Kansas in 74. The Wall, from Left Overture in 76. Number five, Icarus, Born on the Wings of Steel, from Mask in 75. Song for America, from Song of America in 75. That would be four. Three, they had Dust in the Wind from Point of No Return, 77. Point of No Return from Point of No Return in 77. And then, of course, number one, Karen Wayward Son, Left Overture, 1976. So the the top three, those were all on different albums, right? Uh, Point of No Return had Dust in the Wind and Point of okay. No Return. So that, that, that album was pretty darn good. Yeah, that's one of the little ships going over the edge yeah. of the water. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was a good one. And then here's a fact that I didn't know. Another one. There was actually one year that there was no Kansas. From 74, well, really from 1970, well, from basically from 1970 to today, there's only been one year when there was no Kansas. They disbanded, and there was just nobody pretending to be Kansas. They just took a break or something? 84 to 85. Huh. They all took a break. Yeah, the 80s were kind of rough on... I just don't like the 80s. They just pissed me off. <laughs> they ruined the 70s. They Well, know. MTV came along. Now, here's a question for you. I'm trying to think. Were there any good Kansas videos on MTV? 
Uh, Did Kansas? I don't think they made like videos. They were all just if concert, vid- concert yeah, footage. Concert footage. But was there a good concert footage video on MTV <sighs> from Kansas, or had they faded by then? They probably. F- we're talking eighty. 80- Three eighty four. MTV was probably at its peak. Yeah, and yeah, and they didn't fit that. Yeah, bubblegummy. I, th- I, th- I think they had faded by then. Yeah. So I bet I bet there are no really because I can't think of a really great Kansas video. No, because you know sitting here on YouTube, there's it's all concert footage. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so let's get into uh, Karen Wayward Son just a little bit real quick. Um, again, it was written by Kerry Levgren by himself, and he presented to the band at the last minute when they were putting the album Left Overture. They were closing it up. Um, the piano interlude and accompanying verse express how happy the band's success made Levgren, uh, and as well as how sad and fearful he was that it might possibly be over. And that's where the line, I was soaring ever higher, but I flew too high, came from. Uh, the chorus expresses the hope that everything would work out and that uh, he must, you know, the band had to keep going no matter what. And that's where Count, carry on, my wayward son, there'll be peace when you are done, came from. And so this was all kind of his, his thoughts of where the band was going. And that's where the song came from. Okay, they did make a video, at least one video, uh, and it was uh, Point of No Return. Oh. Is it band or concert footage, basically? No, it's them on stage, and they got a, they, uh, it looks like they got a big screen behind them, and there's stuff on the screen, so it's kind of concert, it's not like, uh, you know, trying to tell some story or something like that, or. Uh, it's just them playing. Okay. And it's um, not a very good video, actually. Well, I mean, yeah. there, were, there was a lot of not good videos back then. Yeah. Uh, let's see, a little bit more about... Yeah, they're standing from a green screen. Anyway. Oh, they are? Yeah. Um, it has been covered... Well, you, you said you've never heard anybody say it, uh, sing it, but it's been covered by multiple artists. And then soundtrack-wise and television-wise, it was in the movie Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Oh, yeah. It's been on Family Guy, uh, Gentleman Broncos, Happy Gilmore. I remember it from the movie Heroes, Heroes. in 1977. Yeah, yep. Henry Winkler. Yeah, it's been in Scrubs, South Park, King of the Hill, Strangers with Candy, Supernatural, uh, during the intro for the season finale on on Supernatural, and then Supernatural, the anime series, it was used in there as well. I, You know what, now that I think about it, after watching that movie Heroes, that may have been the first time I heard that song. That's probably where it became popular. Yeah. Now, that was a Henry Winkler. Yeah. Um, and Henry Winkler was the bomb at that time. What did he, he had done a movie before Heroes. Um, Lords of Flatbush. Yeah, but he did um, the one and only. He did the one and only, the and then yeah, the wrestler. the wrestler, and then he rose. Yeah, and so he was he was really hot, and so basically a movie with him in it with that theme song. I think that is what propelled them. Uh, kind of, I you know probably helped the album out as well was being in that movie. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be sick. Uh oh, Guar covered "Carry On Wayward Son." Oh my gosh. Oh, Are you gonna no, play it? I don't know. I don't. Do know. we want to do this live on air? Oh no! Hang on. Maybe you better not. Well, let's maybe. 
Hang over. There's a commercial. And hey. Commercials on, on YouTube. Hey, yeah. that's how they, these guys make money. You I know. know. We I gotta. Know. We gotta let everybody make a little money. Somebody's gotta make money. Somebody. When's make it gonna money. be over? Anybody want to advertise on our uh, podcast? <laughs> we are looking for an advertiser because. Uh, we don't do this just for the fun. Yeah, we do. Actually, actually we do. <laughs> we actually do. We actually just do this for the fun. Yeah, we don't really care if we get paid. We just like the seventies, and we want everybody to like the seventies. It would be nice. Here we go. Can we get on with this? Oh, oh you can't say that on our podcast. Okay, I'll potty mouth. Um, none whatsoever. I hadn't even heard it until they played it for me the other day. I was convinced that they'd written it. Well, are you gonna uh, sing it? I was like, God, what are you guys doing writing that derivative crappy seventies? Crap, crap. Who's crap. that? Guar. Oh. Playing that song ever again. Now, Kansas, uh, there was that guy in the band who had hair, like a giant pyramid. <laughs> he would have gone up like Chernobyl if you'd hold a letter up to his head, I tell you that. Kansas was a big part of a big part of music where bands were often named after geographical locations. <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> Boston. Yeah. But quite frankly, those bands suck. Thank you. We don't want him to be our show. Is yeah, he going to play it or not? I. This is parody, people. Parody. Was that like lay your weary head? Okay, I'm done with him. Okay. He can just. Yeah, he can suck it. <laughs> Guar. Guar, suck it. Oh, my God. No, we didn't want to. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I digress. We shouldn't. Shouldn't even go in there. That's nah, all right. We could always cut that out if we want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm cutting Guar out. Guar, you're out of here. People are, people are going to be like, what are they talking about? I didn't hear anything. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Well, I can tell you if all of the original. Now, as far as I know, they're all still alive, right? Uh, yeah, just the now, one guy's missing an eye. Now, Carrie, well, Carrie Lefgren had a, a stroke. Uh, um, but, he, but he, no, Carrie Lefgren, the blonde guy that wrote everything. Oh, yeah. But uh, he's okay now. So, uh, but I think they're all still alive. So, if they were to have like a reunion tour, man, we would be we would be on that like bleh, bleh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be uh, very cool. So, I, surely they'll get back together. I got to get this. So you got to get the the good version. Yeah, cleanse our palate. We're, palate. we're cleansing our palate of guar. Uh, we're we're going to get letters. That's okay. That's a good song. We're going to get cease and desist letters from That's Kansas. Right. You know what? We only that do. That would be so cool. We only do it because we love Carrie. Yeah, th that it, would be is, so cool if Kansas would, would write us. Like, hey, you know, we could literally drive up to Kansas and interview him. He'd probably, we we could get oh, to, to whatever town he's living in. And uh, there's our old buddy Kyle. God, I wish I could put him on the phone. Kyle Sherm? Yeah. You can't, no, put him, answer. Hey, man. Hey, nothing. Hang on a sec. Hey, you're Kyle. Are you there? Yes. We've got we're doing a podcast right now, <laughs> Todd and I, and we're recording it. And guess what the subject is tonight? Uh, what? Kansas and Kieran Wayward Son. <laughs> Folks, really? if you're listening to this podcast, we this, kid you not, this is a out of the blue, not haven't really. talked to him in months phone call, the drummer in our band that used to play the Kansas song Karen Wayward Son. Not not rehearsed, not not it's not set up. This is totally. Can you hear me, Kyle? I can. Oh, cool. How you been, man? I'm doing good, thanks. Hey, it, it's it's very uh, it's very uh, opportunity. It's a great opportunity that you called it, and I know, I'm sure I know why you called. Yeah. But um, 
what do you what do you remember about uh, Kansas? So I I remember you know we were all amazed with you know the talent of the group, and we all enjoyed that song so much that we you know finally decided we're really going to learn it. We're going to buckle down, and we locked ourselves in the room <laughs> for the weekend. And all we were going to do is play it over and over and over until we got. Pretty good enough. And we did, man. We played that song a million freaking times. Played the snot out of it. Holy man, that's cool. That is so cool, man. Yeah, good memories. Well, cool. Well, I mean, I can't believe the timing on this. Uh, Your timing was perfect. We're probably getting close to the end of the show. So what I may do is uh, hang up with you and then call you back here when we get done with the show real quick. Yep, I'll catch up with you later. Okay, I'll give you a holler, but man, uh, great to hear from you. I, again, uh, this is Kyle Sherm, the drummer in our band, uh, the reality band. So thanks for being on the podcast, Kyle. I'll holler back in a minute, Kyle. See you guys. Okay, bye. What the hell? That, See, is, we, that we, is so weird. we got to do more phone stuff. That may, It's so cool. And, and that didn't sound bad. I mean, no, I just sounded, put the phone up to the microphone. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, if Staten would just call. <laughs> I got, I'm gonna. We're gonna be two more minutes, and Staten's gonna call. You wait and see. Well, we'll we're gonna have the whole. Well, who? Alan. We don't. Alan won't call. Staten was our guitarist. I was uh, rhythm guitar. Todd was keyboard vocal. Staten was gu- lead guitar vocal. Kyle was drums. Alan Goodson was bass vocal. Yep. That was your your reality. and that and we'll do a whole episode on us. <laughs> and I will break out those tapes. You bet. Yeah, you should. And, and we'll, we will play those songs. And we can call. We can call the guys. We'll, we'll get everybody from the band. I bet we can get Goodson on. Sure. Yeah. We, yeah. He's. I see him on Facebook all the time. We'll get. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll get the band back together <laughs> on <Sorta. laughs> on phone, and we will uh, we will do our own little gr- 1970s garage band episode. That's going to be a good one. You guys you should be looking forward to that. It's going to be that'll be a good episode. Heck yeah! And we can play all. The, well, can we play? We can play our music that we played because it's cover music. We we can play our original songs too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Let's don't go there. Let's stick with Kansas. Back to Kansas. Back to Kansas, real quick. Now, Midnight Dreaming is a cool song. Yeah. No. Okay. So, where are we? Are we? Are we need to wrap it up here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Really. Well, anyway, that that's uh, if if there was any band um, to me, I'd put Kansas a little above Boston. I love Boston in the '70s. But uh, if there was any band for us to talk about in the '70s, because we did play. Carry on, Wayward Son. It was it was Kansas. So we yeah. uh, it's been a good time talking about the old. Uh, that was our band, the old Kansas, and and all that good stuff. So anyway, we hope you guys have enjoyed it. We hope you guys were Kansas fans. Uh, if somebody from the uh, group Kansas is listening to this, I mean, we would you we would just freaking fall over and, and faint if you um, if you would. Uh, <laughs> the heck was that if you would give us a, a shout out or, or uh, email us buzz at buzzheadmedia.com or come to buzzheadradio.com anyway just acknowledge that uh, you heard the podcast and uh that this little band from enid oklahoma uh put you guys on a pedestal and that was our number one song i bet you i bet you we were the first tribute band for them well, i bet we were too bet you were but we were yeah. by golly well i guess we better get out of here better get out of here and call kyle back okay i gotta call my wife she just called <laughs> It's popular. You're popular. All right, man. Okay.
You guys, thanks for joining us. Go to uh, TuneIn and listen to us on their app or go to iTunes and please leave us a review. It can be bad. It can be good. We don't care. We just like you to review. If you would like us to talk about a certain subject, let us know that. Buzz from, from and Buzzhead 70s. Media from, from the, the 70s. 70s. Yeah, let us know. And any feedback that you guys can give us, we would really greatly appreciate it. And no kidding, if you guys would like to sponsor this 1970s podcast we can get your name out there everywhere so let us know everywhere okay man i guess we'll get out of here see ya Thank <laughs> you.